Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book Reasons to Stay Alive. According to statistics from the World Health Organization in 2018, depression is likely to become the second largest disease after heart disease by 2020. A conservative estimate is that there are 350 million depressives worldwide. 15% of the people who suffer from severe depression will commit suicide, and two-thirds of patients have once thought about it. Every year, there are as many as 1 million people who kill themselves because of depression. However, even though the circumstances of depression are very serious, the public still doesn't know much about it. What are the specific symptoms of depression? How on earth do the depressed feel? What kind of disease is it? What should we do if we unfortunately suffer from depression? The book Reasons to Stay Alive by Matt Haig concerns exactly these questions. The author started with his personal experience and made a self-analysis. With a delicate and sincere style, he wrote about his feelings after suffering from depression. What's more, he presented the struggles of depressives and the truth about the disease, finding reasons to stay alive for all those who are suffering. The author of this book Matt Haig was diagnosed with depression at the age of 24, and realized self-salvation through writing. Besides reasons to stay alive, he also wrote several best-selling novels, including The Humans, The Last Family in England, and How to Stop Time. His works have been translated into over 30 languages and won numerous awards. In this book, he shares with us a life journey, in which despair coexists with hope and darkness mingles with warmth. In this bookie, we will introduce depression and self-help for the depressed in the following three parts. Part 1, Falling into the Abyss of Depression. Part 2, Self-Help for Depressives. Part 3, Be Brave Enough to Overcome Depression. It happened when Haig was 24 years old. At that time, he lived with his girlfriend Andrea on the island of Ibiza in Spain. One day, he suddenly felt an intense pulsing, flickering, and tingling sensation in his cerebellum. He felt like falling into a suffocating abyss. Was he dying? No, he was just sick with a disease called depression. Before that, Haig had had no real understanding of depression. He only knew that his mother had suffered from postnatal depression for a short period, and his great-grandmother had committed suicide. Did this count as a family history for depression? He began to worry about his younger sister Phoebe, and wondered if she would have similar feelings as he did. He felt that his brain was on fire while his body was sinking fast. He really wanted to speak to Phoebe, but couldn't because his sister was far away in Australia, and those feelings were just beyond words. Hake stayed in bed for three days and didn't eat or sleep. On the third day, he left his villa's room and went outside to kill himself. Standing within twenty steps of the cliff edge, he planned to take twenty-one steps in that direction. But when he finally made it to the edge, he hesitated. After all, to die is not easy for anyone, including depressive people. He stood at the cliff edge for a long time, making a choice between to be or not to be. In the end, he turned back toward the villa and chose to live. 
Many people have likely seriously thought about the question to be or not to be only once in their lifetime. However, for tens of thousands of depressives like Haig, thinking about this question is just like a daily routine, like eating, sleeping, or even breathing. Every day, the first thing he did after waking up was to think about to be or not to be. He didn't want to be dead. He just didn't want to be alive. Just like some people don't like brown hair, others don't like coffee, and some others don't like the hustle and bustle. It's all about choice. Despite the strong feeling that he didn't want to be alive, he tried his best to find all kinds of reasons to keep living. The reason he found that time was his family. He thought of his father, mother, younger sister, and girlfriend, who loved him and who he loved. Love pulled Haig back from the edge of death, but it also made him trapped in an utterly painful world, in which he had to bear the feeling of his burning mind and panic as strong as a storm. In his worst days, he was in a 24-hour panic mode and scared of everything, even his own shadow. What he feared most was medication and anything that could change his state of mind. So he refused to take pills, as he knew what he needed was not medication but home and his parents. As a result, he and his girlfriend Andrea went back to his parents' place in London. In London, he didn't tell anyone his real feelings but pretended to be normal and kept telling himself, I'm much better, everything's fine, I'm all right. However, this kind of self-suggestion did not bring about the expected effect. Haig still lost his job due to his problematic condition. He was even unable to go out and found it very difficult to buy stuff on his own at the shop around the street corner. What's more, a loss of appetite, insomnia, endless sorrow and fear kept torturing him and left him deeply mired with no way out. On the surface, Haig chatted with his girlfriend every day, read the newspaper, and went out for walks. Life seemed to be so lovely and peaceful. But the truth was that a haunting demon was following him everywhere. No matter if he was on the bus or watching a dance show or even kissing his girlfriend, he felt that the demon was watching. These experiences were so unusual that Haig thought he was the only person who ever experienced them. But in fact, every moment, millions of people are suffering from such pain. Suicide has become a top killer in many places, including the UK and the US, which accounts for 1% of the death toll, and people who killed themselves are usually depressive. According to statistics, the number of people who committed suicide is much more than the population who died of cancers, cirrhosis of the liver, and Alzheimer's. Every year, a million people kill themselves, and 10 to 20 million people attempt to. What's more horrible, depression can be passed on genetically. If a biological parent has been diagnosed with depression, the child's chances of developing depression are about 40%. This is the reason why Haig was depressive, his mother once had severe postnatal depression. A typical example of genetic depression is the family of American author and Nobel Prize winner Ernest Hemingway. As a widely known tough guy, he joined both world wars and was injured several times. The doctor removed more than 200 pieces of shrapnel from his body. Hemingway uttered the awe-inspiring saying that a man can be destroyed but not defeated. However, a tough guy like Hemingway left the world by shooting himself. Many of his family members also committed suicide. His father killed himself when Hemingway was 29 years old. 
Like Hemingway, his brother also committed suicide with a gunshot, and his younger sister did so by taking medicine. His granddaughter killed herself before she turned 20. Although other family members didn't all follow suit, many still had severe depression, and some died of alcoholism. According to the World Health Organization, almost half of mental disorders show signs before the age of 14. As Haig looked back on his childhood, he recalled that he often felt anxious and often had repeated panic attacks. For example, when his parents went out for a long time and didn't come home, he would imagine that they were mugged, killed or eaten by dogs. Fear bred imagination and vice versa, on and on and on. You may find the following fact even more unbelievable, the number of female depressives is twice that of male patients, but the number of male patients who kill themselves is staggeringly higher than women. In other words, depression is deadlier to men than women. Although more women suffer from depression than men, far more men kill themselves. Why? The common answer is that men tend to be ambitious. They usually see mental illness as a sign of weakness, and are reluctant to tell others or seek help. But in fact, depression is of the same nature as other diseases like cancer and heart attack. It's never going to be merciful because you are male or powerful, nor make you less or more of a man or a woman. Unfortunately, many people have a misunderstanding that depressives are more easily defeated by setbacks. In effect, people who look optimistic and happy and often smiling may also get depressed. Throughout history, many of the greatest and toughest people have suffered from depression, including politicians, astronauts, poets, painters, philosophers, and war leaders. It can be said that nothing will make a person immune to depression. Another common misunderstanding is that people tend to equate depression with sadness. This is why people tell depressives something like, it's all right, or you can do this, come on. Pull yourself together. They never consider depression that serious. It's just feeling a bit sad. But is it that simple? The answer is no. Depressive people are neither weak nor just feeling down. They are tormented by a mental illness beyond the imagination of ordinary people. Depression is a severe illness and can't be solved by mere willpower. Of course, it's difficult for people who never experience it to understand this pain. Okay. That's all for part one. Let's have a brief review. Matt Haig was diagnosed with depression at the age of 24 and suffered a lot during his illness. It affected his interpersonal relationships, and he had the strong inclination to commit suicide. What's horrible about depression is that it's like an invisible knife that kills in silence. Every year, millions of people kill themselves, and tens of millions try to. Although there are way more female than male depressive patients, a staggeringly higher number of men commit suicide than women. Despite how harmful depression is, people equate it with sadness and fail to understand the despair of depressives. The lack of understanding deepens the desperation of those who are suffering. But even so, Matt Haig was determined to begin his journey of self-help. So, let's move on to the second part. Today we are just sharing Limited Bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. 
You will get 7 days free trail with more features.